0: welcome friend to another episode of falling asleep with a good book you do so much and you deserve to end your day peacefully as someone reads to you well maybe you've been at the computer all day or maybe you just settled your little people for bed with a good night (laughs) story whatever your story it's your turn to breathe deeply and relax while I read to you, my friend. A word after a word after a word is power. And that quote comes to us from Margaret Atwood. How satisfying is it to know if you're like me and you enjoy falling asleep to a good book? that you are receiving words, after words, after words that grow your power in this world. Now, I know your eyes are already closed. Take a beautiful deep breath and hold it while you imagine your body growing heavier and heavier. Now slowly exhale and imagine yourself sinking deeper and deeper into your mattress or chair, wherever you're relaxing right now. Take one more deep breath, and exhale, and here we go. tonight we will be reading buzz by louisa may elcott and this is part of a collection of short stories entitled aunt joe's scrap bag i enjoyed this story very much for the first time and i thought it seemed like the perfect bedtime story i hope you like it up in a city house all alone my room is a cozy little place though there is nothing very splendid in it only my pictures and books my flowers and my little friend when I began to live there I was very busy and therefore very happy but by and by when my hurry was over and I had more time to myself I often felt lonely When I ate my meals, I used to wish for a pleasant companion to eat with me, and when I sat by the fire in the evenings, I thought how much more social it would be if someone sat opposite. I had many friends and callers through the day, but the evenings were often rather dull, for I couldn't read much and didn't care to go out into the stormy weather. Well, I was wishing for a cheerful friend one night when all of a sudden I found one for sitting on my hand I saw a plump jolly looking fly he sat quietly staring at me with a mild hum as if to say how are you you wanted a friend and here I am will you have me well, of course I would for I liked him directly he was so cheery and confiding and seemed as glad to see me as I was to see him Well, all his mates were dead and gone and he was alone like myself so I waggled one finger by way of welcome fearing to shake my hand lest he should tumble off and feel hurt by my reception he seemed to understand me and buzzed again evidently saying thank you ma'am I should like to stay in your warm room and amuse you for my board, though I won't disturb you, but do my best to be a good little friend. So the bargain was struck, and he stopped to tea. I found that his manners had been neglected, for he was inclined to walk over the butter, drink out of the cream pot, and oh put his fingers in the jelly. A few taps with my spoon taught him to behave with more propriety, and he sipped a drop of milk from the waiter with a crumb of sugar, as a well-bred fly should do. On account of his fine voice, I named him Buzz, and we soon got on excellently together. He seemed to like his new quarters, and after exploring every corner of the room, he chose his favorite haunts and began to enjoy himself i always knew where he was for he kept up a constant song humming and buzzing like a little kettle getting ready to boil on sunny days he amused himself by bumping his head against the window and and watching what went on outside It would have given me a headache but he seemed to enjoy it immensely up in my hanging basket of ivy he made his bower and sat there on the moss basking in the sunshine as luxuriously as any gentleman in his conservatory he was interested in the plants and examined them daily with great care walking over the ivy leaves grubbing under the moss and poking his head into the unfolding hyacinth buds to see how they got on the pictures also seemed to attract his attention for he spent much of his time skating over the glasses and studying the designs well sometimes i would find him staring at my madonna as if he said what in the world are all those topsy-turvy children about and then he'd sit in the middle of a brook in a watercolor sketch by vauten as if bathing his feet or He seemed to be eating a cherry, which one little duck politely offers another duck in Oscar Pletch's summer party. Now, he frequently kissed my mother's portrait and sat on my father's bald head, as if trying to get out some of the wisdom stored up there, like honey in an ill-thatched beehive. My bronze mercury rather puzzled him. he could not understand why the young gentleman didn't fly off when he had four wings and seemed in such a hurry I'm afraid he was a trifle vain for he sat before the glass a great deal and often saw him cleaning his proboscis and twiddling his feelers and I know he was prinking as we say The books pleased him too, and he used to run them over as if trying to choose which he would read, and never seemed able to decide. He would have nothing to say to that fat French dictionary or my English plays, but like Goethe and Schiller, Emerson and Browning, as well as I did. Carlyle didn't suit him, and Richter evidently made his head ache. But Jean Ingelo's poems delighted him. And so did her stories told to a child. Fairy bells he often listened to and was very fond of the pictures in a photograph book of foreign places and great people. Now he frequently promenaded on the piazza of a little Swiss chalet standing on the mantelpiece and, and thought it was a charming residence for a single gentleman like himself. Ah, oh, the closet delighted him extremely, and he buzzed in the most joyful manner when he got among the provisions. For we kept house together with such revels as he had in the sugar bowl, and such feasts of gingerbread and grapes, and such long sips of milk and sleigh peeps into every uncovered box and dish. Once, I'm afraid. He took too much cider, for I found him lying on his back, kicking and humming like a crazy top and he was very queer all the rest of that day, so so I kept the bottle corked after that. But his favorite nook was among the ferns in the vase, which a Priyan dancing girl carried. She stood just over the stove on one little toe, rattling some castanets, which made no sound and never getting a step farther for all her prancing well this was a warm and pretty retreat for buzz and there he spent much of his time swinging on the fern, sleeping snugly in the face or warming his feet in the hot air that blew up like the south wind from the stove I don't believe there was ever a happier fly in Boston than my friend buzz And i grew fonder and fonder of him every day for he never got into mischief but sung his cheery song no matter what the weather was and made himself agreeable well then he was so interested in all i did it was delightful to have him around when i wrote he came and walked over my paper to see that it was right and peeped into my inkstand and ran over my pen He never made silly or sharp criticisms on my stories, but appeared to admire them very much, so I am sure he was a good judge. When I sewed, he sat in my basket, or played hide-and-seek in the folds of my work, talking away all the while in the most sociable manner. He often flew up all of a sudden and danced about in the air as if he was in such a jolly mood he just couldn't keep still and wanted me to come and play with him. But alas, I had no wings. I could only sit stupidly still and laugh at his pranks. That was his exercise, for he never went out and only took a sniff of air every now and then when I opened the windows. Well, little buzz and i lived together for many weeks and never got tired of one another which is saying a good deal well at christmas i went home for a week and left my room to take care of itself i put the hyacinths into the closet to be warm and dropped the curtains so the frost should not nip my ivy but i forgot buzz well i really would have taken him with me or carried him down to the neighbor's room to be taken care of while I was away, but I never thought of him in my hurry, getting my presence and myself ready. Off I went, without even saying goodbye, and never thought of my little friend, till Freddy my small nephew said to me one evening at dusk, Aunt Jo, tell me a story. So I began to tell him about Buzz and all of a sudden i cried out Hercy me i'm afraid he'll die of cold while i'm gone now oh, it troubled me a great deal and i wanted to know how the poor little fellow was so much that i would have gone to see if i had not been so far away but it would be rather silly to hurry away 20 miles to look after one fly so I finished my visit and then went back to my room, hoping to find Buzz alive and well in spite of the cold. Alas, no. My little friend was gone. Well, there he lay on his back on the mantelpiece, his legs meekly folded and his wings stiff and still. We had evidently gone to the warm place and been surprised when the heat died out and left him to freeze my poor little buzz had sung his last song and danced his last dance and gone where the good flies go I was very sorry and buried him among the ivy roots where the moss lay green above him the Sun shone warmly on him and the bitter cold could never come Oh, I miss him very much when I sit writing. I miss his cheerful voice and his busy wings. At mealtimes there's no tiny little body to drink up spilt drops and eat the crumbs. In the evenings when I sit alone I I want him more than ever and every day as I water my plants I say softly Grow green ivy, lie lightly moss, shine warmly sun. make his last bed pleasant to my little friends Thank you for joining me tonight, for falling asleep with the good book, I appreciate our time together. Now if you're still with me, it's time to relax and find our way to sleep and let go of our busy day, let go of all the things we did, all the things we accomplished. And all the things on our to-do list. So let's take a deep breath together. And exhale slowly, just letting the day drift away. And one more deep breath. And exhale slowly. Just drift off. And I hope you'll join me again for falling asleep with a good book. Good night.